Leanne. And I'm Michelle. Together we are Leanne and Michelle. It's your Google Oh, um, yes. Welcome to our podcast. Leanne and Michelle think they're funny. Look, we don't know much, but we know you're about to laugh a lot. Thanks for listening. We hope you think we're funny too. Because we're funny, right? Well, my mom thinks we're funny. I was under the assumption. Before. Oh my gosh. Do you need, a second, guys. I was going to say, do you need a minute? I need a minute. I need more than a minute. You're just. I the, might need to run around the room. Hold on. The first 120 seconds of this podcast will be Michelle running around the room and Leanne mouth breathing into the microphone. Okay. All right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I got to get my spanks back in order. Hold on. I There's a reason we're short circuiting. This is not for no reason. No. We're not insane. Freaking the freak out, guys. Uh, we just had an interview that. I know for a fact has been on Michelle's bucket list. Are you okay? I can't even sit still. She right can't now. sit. Do you want? Okay. Do you need a minute to adjust mm. yourself in your seat? No. I'll wait for you, a little okay. friend. Mm-hmm. No? We just had an interview. We did. It, it, okay. it was on your bucket list. Yes, for a long time. So um, that we're titling this episode. Leanne and Michelle think they know Ian Morgan Grown. Oh my goodness! Typology and wrote the road back to you, which is the Enneagram. Bibble. Bible. Um, I, I did not tell him this in the interview. I probably should have. But my brain has always autocorrected his name to be Sir Ian Morgan Crone. I'm not kidding <laughs> you. You should have told like, him I, that. I have always, I have always, I, in fact, I think I said that to my husband more than once. Like, oh yeah, we're going on Sir Ian Morgan Crone's podcast. And he's like, is he a knight? Like, what? what's happening? Like, is this like a Sir Michael well, game a, thing? He's a four. So he probably would have thought that was very special that we knighted him. Yes. He, did, I he should have said it. that. I'm going to oh. call the queen. Fully knighted, full, fully knighted. I, um, I just, this is really a really corny thing to say off the top, but I was, I was really struck by how generous he oh was. Gosh, he generous was so and nice. kind. I think he really likes us. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he was genuine. I think that. I, I just, I, and I felt like I learned so much. Like that conversation mm-hmm. was life giving and, uh, he is so knowledgeable about the Enneagram. So I, I'm walking away with a whole boatload of yeah. just beautiful thoughts I get to process. And just, just, just so you know, we just hopped off the Zoom call. Like we hopped off the Zoom call and we hit record because we didn't even debrief it. We wanted this podcast to be real and raw and get to debrief exactly what happened. So this is just us processing this interview. So Ian Morgan Crone uh, hosts Typology. So we'll link obviously to the show we were just in or maybe you already heard it. Mm-hmm. And he is kind of in our minds this kind of king of the modern Enneagram. The Enneagram has been around forever, but he's the one who reintroduced it yes. in recent years. And his book has changed many lives, including ours. And he has this podcast that we listen to religiously. And I thought at the beginning of this year, 2020, was kind of on my list to get on his podcast. It, you know what? And not even to get on his podcast. That was more of a pipe dream. It was just to get on his radar. Do you, did you actually put this on like a formal vision board or a list of things as a, as a, I'm asking for a reason, like as a, an actual goal, a written down goal? It was in the goals in my head. I don't, okay. I didn't write it down. Okay. So he, I, I contacted him over and I tried to find his producer, Anthony Skinner. I mm-hmm. tried to find him on LinkedIn. I couldn't, he's very well hidden. My, my investigative reporting well, he's skills, a four. which are strong. He's an Enneagram four, so he, he knows how to burrow. To he doesn't want to be found. <laughs> um, at LinkedIn, and I messaged Ian, uh, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, Instagram. I really tried to get on their radar. Uh, just And uh, honestly, at that point, I was like, just please see our videos. Just If you want to give us feedback, great. I just want to know that you've seen our videos and mm. that we're on your radar. 
So, but nothing happened. And then we got this email from a gal named Lori Rowe, who I will be sending a present to. Oh yes, a good one too. A good one. We're not we're not sending you Bath and Body Works, Lori no, Rowe. We're not sending you a Starbucks card, Lori. No, Lori. There will be something good in your mailbox. We don't know what it is yet, but it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> so she works um, for a PR group and out of the blue contacted us saw mm-hmm. our, our videos on Instagram and she's like I think you guys would be great for this podcast have you heard of it typology and then I fell out of my chair I you, you called me mm-hmm. and I there have been a handful of times in my life where I've been I've been so stunned that I, I came across as rude like I one time had a person I'm serious I had I one time had a person early in my life me and Matthew were having our first baby mm-hmm. um another story some somebody I'm just gonna say I can say, say who it name. is Bob Parsons, who I was working with at the time, um, found out somehow that we didn't have maternity health care coverage. And we were, you know, scrambling and we were going to piecemeal our package together. We were going to we were going to pull it off, but it was going to be tight. And he found out and he called me into his office with his assistant at the time. And he said, um, I've decided that we, we don't want you to worry about that. And we're going to take care of this for you. Goosebumps. And I it was it was one of the most extraordinarily generous things anyone has ever done for my husband and I. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in this extraordinarily kind act. And I'm sitting there and I just, my face went just like, I, I went into shock, mm-hmm. a little bit of shock. I later wrote him a heartfelt letter from Matt and I with like tears stains all over it. But yeah. it took me a minute to process. All that long interjection I love it. I love to say. You told me and I was like, neat, super neat. <laughs> Cool, that will be super cool fun time like i did i just didn't know what to say i'm like okay this is happening yes i do remember that i um also just said if anyone doesn't know bob parsons he uh, founded GoDaddy, and he yes. is huge philanthropist and awesome person and he and his wife renee are just some of the kindest people yeah. i've ever met and i so what happened was i was at my mom's house so my mom can testify you know put her hands in the air and testify to this i was at her house and I, I just checked my email and I got this email from Lori about the Typology podcast and I stood up and I started screaming and I called you and my mom doesn't really understand the obsession with the Enneagram so she was like who honey oh that's great I'm like mom this is like Oprah this is like Oprah called me and wants to interview me is mm-hmm. how I feel about this it the only other time I felt this way in recent years is when Joanna Gaines mailed us a package that was that was a little surreal too. Yes, yeah, I can agree is. with that. But this this is on the level with this that for me. For sure on that level. This book has been transformational, mm-hmm. really incredibly transformational for both of us. And so we are just so deeply thankful for his work just because, my gosh, it has yeah. been a game changer yes. for us. And so then, so, okay, so we'll just give you the behind the scenes thing. So we, uh, Lori introduced us to his team and we kind of got, took us a little few weeks to get kind of get schedules connected and all that. And then mm-hmm. we had a pre-interview two days before mm-hmm. where we joined Ian via Zoom. And we were legitimately nervous before yes. the pre-interview. We're like, we can't, we can't blow this. Right. Like I put on fake eyelashes. Yeah. Uh, I had a dress on. Mm-hmm. We got fancy and he came straight from his workout. So then we yeah. were like, okay, well, I guess it wasn't that. We, we tried way too hard. Yeah, we, okay. but that's okay. Well. It's okay. We felt good about ourselves. And he he was like, well, I, I do this pre-interview because um, I just want to make sure you guys know about the Enneagram, but obviously you do. So this is just a silly conversation. I thought he was going to sign off, be like, see you Friday. Right. But we had a nice conversation. Yes. It was. I felt a lot better coming into today. I did too. Yeah. Very warm, uh, super, super friendly guy. And just, uh, it was nice to feel like we had seen him once before, before sure. we just were launched into the yes. the show together. Yeah. Yes. And so the the interview was a little over an hour and 
we got to share a lot about ourselves, which is cool, but we yeah. learned a lot too. Learned a ton. Yeah. Um, I mean, go listen to the full interview because I don't want this to just be like a recap of the right. interview. That sounds like just maybe the most boring thing we could possibly offer. But I will tell you the best nugget that I gleaned. Yes. In case for some reason you don't go listen to the interview, which you should go well, listen to the interview. People who listen to the interview want to know what you thought was the sure. gleamiest gleam thing. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, I would say that he, if you are a four, if you happen to be a four, one of the things we get trapped in a little bit is negative introjection and shame spirals. And he had this beautiful tool, a four-step tool um, that he pointed us to, just kind of stop your thoughts in their tracks. And the first question that you interrogate your own thoughts with is, is it true? Mm. So as the example he used, you, you are feeling the thought, I'm a bad mom. And the first thing you do is you stop and you ask yourself, is it true? And I just that question alone, the other four are very helpful. Go, you'll hear them on the interview. But asking and really kind of forcing yourself to consider objectively, is this a true thought? I, that's so simple. But at the same time, I don't think it occurs to us all right. the time. So one question I wasn't expecting, I think, threw me off a little bit. Oh, go. Was when he said, if you're standing in line at CVS, mm-hmm. how would someone know by looking at you mm. that you're an Enneagram 8? That's I right. was not expecting that question. And you said that you would be irritated if the line was taking too long unnecessarily. Right, right. It wasn't like an obvious reason. That, right. You know, even if there was an obvious reason, let's be honest, I would still be annoyed if it was taking too long. You're a very integrated eight, though. Your patience has improved dramatically. Yes, but no, I think, yeah, I think, I think the thing, the moment that surprised me uh, the most was that he said he wants to be in one of our videos. I couldn't believe that. Do you I, think he's being honest? Is it true? Is it true? Is it true, Ian Morgan? Um, I think it's true. Sir Ian Morgan Cron. I think it's true. I think it's true too. And we will absolutely write in some magnificent part for him to play. It has to be equal to him. To Sir. He will play a knight. We will send him a costume and a crown. And he will he will work on his British dialect. Oh my gosh. So um, also, and I'm just going to put this out there in the world. Go. He talked about the live... um, things that he does like the trainings and the mm-hmm. conferences and stuff and we joked about we should come and do improv. a set and I, I well let me ask you let's just be real and authentic with our listeners here I jumped out of my skin because that has also been a dream of mine like I think we would be really great at Enneagram conferences doing comedy um, and I would love to do that would you like to do that is this also on your vision board that does not exist yes the vision board in my head your brain board um it would depend on a lot of things which i think you know <laughs> leanne sings when she it feels awkward on a lot of things which i think you know i i might want to go um but i wouldn't want to go a lot you know that i know that i would i could psych myself up to go once mm-hmm. if it was for sir if it was for sir yes and i could bring my family yes and it wasn't like you i think why you, would you bring your family because I would miss them. Oh my gosh. It's like a, a one-day trip. Okay, a one-day trip, I wouldn't bring the family. But if it was going to be like a couple-day conference, like somewhere out at a hotel, like I'm bringing trip. my family. Like yeah. Matt would love to sit through that conference, oh, that's probably. Yeah, um, so I would I would say if it were a longer conference, I would want to be able to bring the fam. And I just don't, and you guys will get to know us slowly over time. I am a homebody to the extreme. Mm-hmm. I'm a homeschool mom. So like traveling, hitting the road is is not appealing to me right now. It's yeah, just not. And I love to travel. Yes. Bring it on. 
Um, but you know, we have our cold coffee. Yes. Friends. True, but, so, um, but I was just curious about that because immediately I was like, get me on a plane. I am coming and I will sit on your doorstep until <clears throat> it's time to go. And I'm like, that's a great big maybe. <laughs> But Ian, if you happen to be listening, which you don't have time to listen to our podcast, but if you happen to be listening, the answer is yes, we will come, right? Don't put me on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No, but either way, we had a blast today. Like this was just amazing. Um, I am, I'm, it made my week. Same, same, same. same. So thanks for listening to our podcast. Go listen to the typology interview and um, yeah. Just the end of the button. There you go. There you go. I missed a cue there. Sorry, Michelle. All right, friends. This is Take It or Shake It, where we give out advice that you take. And if you don't, you have to send us a video of you shaking it off. So uh, this is basically a Dear Abby situation. And it's also Michelle's actual dream come true, Mm -hmm. where people write her questions and then she tells them what to do and how to live their lives. Right. So we've given her way too much power and this is a terrible idea. And I'd like to go on record saying that. It's an amazing idea because I have an opinion about everything and it should be shared. Okay. Well, it seems like we can't stop her. So what we are going to do is take your question. And if you decide not to take our advice, Michelle's advice, but our advice um, you have to send us a video of you dancing, yes. hence the shake it. And for the record, we've had not one person send us a video of them shaking it yet. So uh, I think I have pretty good advice is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, All let's right. see. Well, okay. So the first question is, my mother-in-law constantly wants to hug me and I'm not a touchy person. Please advise. Oh, it's a tough one. Well, this is tough for me because I'm tough. a very touchy person. Yes. I love to hug. I love to, t- I will, I will touch your, I will stroke your arm while we're talking. I know. I will kind of hold your hand or your wrist if it's a serious moment. You do that a lot. I pat backs. Mm-hmm. I rub hair. Mm-hmm. I just am a toucher. So I think I would be the mother-in-law in this situation. You would absolutely uh, be the mother-in-law. Now see, so my reflexive answer is explain to her that you've got a boundary with this. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I know this is unusual. I'm just not a super touchy person. Like, I love you. Um, but this is, but it's your mother-in-law. Right. That's a really close relationship. Right. So now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it for a minute. I don't have my answer yet, okay, but so I know I'm you do. I'm going to take it pr- from the perspective of being the mother-in-law. Go. How would I want to hear this? Oh, that's a good question. So if I, if, okay, so as a touchy-feely person, I am very self-aware that not everybody in the world is touchy-feely. Mm-hmm. So if I'm touchy-feely, it's, it's how I'm showing you my love. One of my love languages is physical touch. So your mother-in-law might have that as a love language. And what she's doing when she's reaching out to touch you is say that she loves you. And I have people in my life who are not touchy-feely and and they've told me, I know you're a hugger, I'm really not a hugger. And I love having that information Mm. because I know not everyone's touchy-feely and I know not everyone's a hugger. And I know, and I'll even joke, I'll like just slap their wrist or like tap their wrist and I'll be like, I know you're not a hugger, but this is me hugging you and showing you I love you by just giving you a little touch. And it kind of becomes a joke. So that's me. I, I would just prefer to hear it outright, to know that it's um, a thing. Um, but just recognize, too, when she goes in to hug you, she's not trying to invade your personal space. She's probably just expressing her love for you. And that maybe that'll change your opinion. So let's, let's role play out this scenario. I'll be the mother-in-law. And you're oh, going to okay. be the person in grace-filled confrontation, okay? Okay. Because Michelle's really, she is excellent at confrontation. She mm-hmm. does it skillfully. Me, she does it kindly. It. She's great at it. Okay, so I'll be the mother-in-law. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, hello, daughter-in-law. Let me lip kiss you and <laughs> hug you. Lip kiss? Yes. Oh, my god. There are people who do that. 
mother-in-law to daughter-in-law. She says in this quote, oh, let me, me. let me, all right, fine. Forget the lip kiss. Can we, can we, can we talk about this uh, character choice for a second? No, I, you have to trust me and my artistic direction. You've broken the first rule of improv. Sorry. By negating my I'm sorry. character yes, and. choice. Yes, and. I'm going to start again. Okay. I'm going to consider, okay. I'm giving you a grace, but this will only be extended once. Are you ready? <laughs> Hello, daughter-in-law. Let me not lip kiss you, but hug you tightly. Let me squeeze you. Oh, I love you so much. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, uh, mother-in-law, for that hug. I really appreciate that you're showing me you love me. Mm, no problem. Now, I do need to tell you, and this has been on my mind for some time. Here, have a cappuccino. I just got an espresso. Okay, I need you to listen to me for just a moment. I'm going to reach Cappuccino out. hug. Mm. I'm going to reach out and touch your hand. Okay, so you know that I'm that I'm I love you because I know that you like to touch, and I'm just going to tell you that I don't like touching. I do appreciate this cappuccino. However, can we maybe like circle cycle back on the hugs? My feelings are irreparably hurt. You're being written out of the will. That you know went badly, Michelle. I that would rather not be hugged than get your money. All you wear. It's Chico's jewelry and shoes from Steinmart. So Michelle's I don't coming in want hot any right of now. that left to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, I, I actually think you might be right. There probably is a, a loving way that you could say, like, this is totally just me. And I don't know why, but I'm just not like a whole, I'm not a very touchy feely person, but I love you and I want you to feel loved. I'm just letting you know that about me. So if you ever feel like the hug is not being reciprocated in the way you, would expect it to be like it's not personal that's really just how I operate you know mm -hmm. maybe you could say it that way I feel like that's exactly how I said it is it mm. is it though <laughs> <laughs> anyway so our advice is to have an awkward stammering conversation yes. with your mother-in-law there you go explaining your boundary kind of and understand that it might be a hill you have to die on so yeah. if you don't want to inherit the Chico's jewelry oh my gosh that with the Chico's <laughs> jokes Okay. We're never um, going to get sponsored by question. Chico's. And that's on <laughs> my bucket list. Anyway. That's on my bucket list in my brain. I would have liked to have been consulted. Oh my gosh. Just kidding. So sorry. Uh, next question. My husband constantly ignores my honeydew list. How can I get him to tackle it? First, you got to tackle him. I said it. I wanted to say it. I'm glad you said it. I was going to be like, have you considered like, being in her robe when he arrives. I'm like, oh no, this flimsy robe is, oh, it's just, it's just falling off my shoulder. Um, no, I, everyone likes to be communicated with differently. So how does your husband like to be communicated with? Like he- Is it sexual favors? The, oh my gosh. <laughs> Dial it down 20 notches. Um, <clears throat> For some, for some people, like the idea of their um, husband or wife leaving them a note with like to dos on it would, would be really off putting. Like mm -hmm. you're being, you would kind of hate that. I, I think. would, I would, as an Enneagram eight, I would really hate that because yeah. you're telling me what to do. So if he's an eight, that's like the opposite way. I know for my, with my husband, like he, he needs to feel very appreciated. And I've learned if I can make him feel really, really appreciated, it's, it's just so much smoother sailing. Mm -hmm. um, he likes to be the hero of the day. And why would I not let him be? Like he is helping me. He is being my hero. So it's the difference between being like, you need to switch out 
the light socket covers yesterday because I've been asking you or like, you know, what would make my whole weekend, sweetheart, is if you, I know it's annoying if you tackled that project for me. Oh my gosh, you would seriously be my hero. Like oh, that's yeah. all Matt needs to hear. Yeah. And he's like, I'm off good. to Home Depot. Yes. Um, you know, I also, for me, I have learned uh, to, to really kind of pick my priorities. So if there's something, mm. my husband happens to be very handy and way, like the honeydew list is done before I get a chance to think about what should be on it. Aww. So I'm blessed in that. But also, I've also learned to let go of certain things. So if there's a, a, a cabinet that needs to be touched up on the paint or something going on, I just that's just not what I manage in our household. I manage other things in our household, yeah. and I kind of just let him manage that. And I think that's earlier good. on in our marriage, I did try to control or offer feedback um, on certain things. But we did actually come up with a list, a black and white list dividing chores in the home uh, earlier uh, kind of five years into our marriage once kids started entering the picture and we needed to kind of divide and conquer yeah that was super helpful and and those kinds of things are just on his list and I just trust him to get it done too so I mean just pick like you know there might be one or two things that need to be done to for the house to run in order mm-hmm. and give him a deadline say honey you know like you were saying like I really appreciate it if that could get done this weekend mm-hmm. do you need me to run to Home Depot and buy parts for it to help you you yeah. know try and reach him where's that but otherwise if there's other things that are not like impeding your way of life or you know let go yeah picking your battles is such great advice in so many categories I totally agree with you so anyway that is our advice you may take it or you may shake it please somebody shake it and send us a video We have to take one magical minute to thank our very special sponsor of this podcast. We are so honored to be filming inside of the Deering Acting Studio podcast suite. I named it the podcast suite. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just awesome. It's amazing. There are so many lights on our faces right now. We have these beautiful microphones so you can hear us so clearly. The lighting legitimately, I really do feel like it takes five years off my face. Like when I see myself on the screen, I'm like, oh, hey, 29 and oh, so fine. Yeah, it is uh, It is just awesome in here. Like the, I don't know if Matt has mentioned this before, but the microphones we're okay. using right Joe now Rogan. Okay. are the same microphones used by Joe Rogan, legend Joe Rogan. Um, green screen behind us so we can put ourselves anywhere in the world, which is just fantastic. Yes. And also, let's talk about what's outside the room we're in, that we are sitting in right now. The let's Daring Acting Studio has a gorgeous theater that they rent out for events and also put on improv shows. And there's fantastic acting classes here for adults and kids. Check it out. There's also online classes. And Matt's written an awesome book about making acting your day job. Check it out. Thank you so much, Daring Acting Studio, for sponsoring. Leanna and Michelle think they're funny. Guys, that is it for this episode of Leanne and Michelle Think They're Funny. It sure is. Now, if you have a chance, please go listen to Typology. Find our podcast episode with the great Sir Ian Morgan Crone. That's a pretty good art role right I will there. never recover from this day. I didn't know you had that in you. That was not bad. Um, and just another big thank you to Deering Studio for producing and helping us out with this podcast. You guys are the greatest. Have a great day, guys. See you soon. Bye. You know what? I'm just going to come right out and say it. Listeners, we appreciate you so much. But is the feeling mutual? I feel like it is. I hope so. But you know what, guys? Prove it. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, and we're going to be watching. And probably reading some of them right here on the show. See you next time, friends. <laughs>